Andrew Pitkin here, your KNEM KNMO News Director on your update program as I've got a couple of special guests here today as we're speaking with uh, Everett Forkner. He has received the prestigious Saddle and Sirloin Award, and we also have a former senator of District uh, Number 28. That would be Morris Westfall in as well. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming on in. Thank very you. Glad, glad to be here. Absolutely. And, uh, Morris, I want to start with you because you kind of came up with this idea to nominate Everett. Um, so how did you get started on that? Okay, well, actually... Uh, this is a traditional award. We know it happens once a year and has since 1903. And actually, another gentleman uh, by the name of Gordon Jones in Kentucky called me. And we went from there, and we wound up with 70 letters, I think it is, from across the nation of people that are acquainted with Everett. And we made the nomination and uh, got selected. And we, I want to point out that this, some people I'm sure said, think in terms of Everett, well, he sold a high-priced boar in the nation. He's been national president of the pork producers. This is just another award for him. It's not just another award. This is a big, big one. It's uh, one a year in the nation. It's been done since 1903. We, the picture will be hung in Louisville at the Saddle and Sirloin Room. It's a carryover from the old International Livestock Exposition. And I could go into more detail, but this is big. This is the true Hall of Fame for livestock producers. Well, absolutely, Morris. And I, I just would like a little more context on how they made this decision as well um, to award this to Everett. What are the factors at play? Well, it's uh, a history. You don't get it when you're 21 or even 31. It's a history of major contributions to the livestock industry. It includes professors, scientists, livestock producers, purebred breeders, and just leaders in the industry that have really made a contribution. And uh, the nomination process, people nominate a candidate, and then we get, get supporting letters and go to the selection committee. And uh, the first year we didn't make it, but the second year we did. And we kept working and uh, we're just thankful. But that's the basic process. But the point is, it's been a tradition since 1903. And, the, and when you look at, walk around in that room like I did and Everett did as seniors in college on a judging team, you're in awe of those people because you know some of the things that they did. And, and Everett is really in a class just almost all by himself. Well, Everett, for yourself, receiving this award, what does it feel like? Well, it's humbling. As a graduating senior from Metz High School in a class of 12, even though I was at the top of that small class, little did I ever believe that first I would attend the University of Missouri, which I decided to do along with my cousin, uh, Dr. Scratchfield, uh, only 10 days before classes began in 1958. And uh, little did we think we belonged there. So the best thing that ever happened to us is since we were pretty sure we didn't belong and they were probably going to flunk us out, we put our nose in the book and we both made the dean's honor roll the first semester. And he went on through vet school, ended up with a career at Texas A&M University, and I went back to the farm and have 
raise purebred livestock. Well, very cool as well. And uh, Everett and Morris, now you guys kind of take on uh, a- another part after this this award has been given to you. Um, of course, you needed to raise funds, I believe, to to set up the portrait, is what you said. That's Morris. correct, and that was e- and that was easy. <laughs> uh, and then that was, I think, thirty thousand dollars, I believe, is right. But we got that quick, and uh, now, in honor of ever the cause that we believe in is the livestock judging not because students learn the correct livestock type that's important for the current activities and current progress but what they learn in terms of independent thinking and making a decision on their own is real important and the emphasis on this program at some of the universities and the University of Missouri was one of them was waning it was going it was dropping and so this and and they have resurrected the emphasis and we're trying to give them some financial support not in terms of scholarships but in finances to cover judging team expenses and that type thing and encourage it statewide everett for yourself after um, receiving this award why did you make this decision to um, give back and raise funds in this way. Well, <clears throat> it, it it was the opportunity that that I had in life. Uh, I really believe that uh, uh, helped me to become successful. Uh, I still remember the the farms that we visited and the livestock enterprises when I was a working out for the livestock judging team and meeting some of the best livestock producers in the state of Missouri and then having the opportunity to to interact with them and it was an encouragement uh, especially to uh, I'm gonna say a Vernon County boy that wasn't sure that he belonged there might I interject there too? I was from Polk. I am from Polk County, and was, and I was in a small school, and and it is. It's an overwhelming experience when you graduate from a small school, and land on a campus. At that time, it was ten thousand people. But the thing that we want to emphasize, even though I didn't pursue a contributing career in the livestock business, although my f- first four years I was very much involved. I I wound up in public service, but there was nothing in my college career that was better training for me than the livestock judging team. So you have to make an independent decision on your own. You're not allowed to talk to anyone else while you're evaluating those animals. Then you give a set of reasons, and otherwise you judge of justify your positions. And I jokingly say, but it's true, you darn sure better not lie about the description you give that animal. And what's better training for public service than that? And it it did help me. It helped me in communication skills and some independent thinking. And so we just want to emphasize that we think this needs to be a part of the curriculum. And although we've got some resurrection of support, we want to make sure it continues. And so we're raising funds, and and I wanted the people of Vernon County to know how significant this award is and our cause and this is an opportunity to 
contribute and you've got the address of where they can send or they can contact Everett. But they can make a contribution and we're trying to raise a quarter of a million dollars. And we're down the road, but we're not there yet. And I suggested that we, we've got an effort statewide, but I suggested that we make sure that the local people know about this. Well, absolutely. And uh, if you're listening to the update program, you can, uh, you'll see an article that will be posted to the website later. And so you'll be able to access um, the, the link and, and find phone numbers if you're wanting to uh, donate to this. But again, Everett, uh, $250,000 is the goal for this. And um, how exactly do you hope those funds will be used uh, in the livestock judging program at the University of Missouri? Well, it, it will help to underwrite the program. Because when you get independent funding or an endowment secured and set up, and you have the people who are in charge of it in the College of Agriculture, University of Missouri, uh, knowing how those funds want to be directed, it allows then for us to do some recruiting, not direct payments, but recruiting that we do have a program that is going to pay for your travel on the weekends and you will have to give up some of your time on the weekends because this is when most of that practice judging takes place because there's normally a lot of travel involved there is some opportunity at the university with the livestock that they have to do some practice judging but the real uh, value of this program is as I've alluded to a little bit is the travel that these young people will be able to secure and do the industry leaders that they will be able to meet with and uh, we want the program to be underwritten that part of it with independent funds may i uh, point out that the livestock judging team the time it takes and uh, fall of the year or the spring of the year depending but when you really get into the going out for the judging team is like an athletic program three days a week from noon on you're somewhere practice judging coached judging or meeting on some farms plus two days on the weekend in other words you don't have time to work part-time and gain funds now in Everton's time a lot of us pretty well made most of our college expenses ourselves. But I know they can't do that now, but some of them try to contribute. And this takes that, if you're going out for the judging team, it's got to be number one in your efforts. So this will provide travel expense, not a salary or anything like that, but it, it helps them cover the expenses and underwrite the programs, ever said. It helps in recruiting. Actually, the livestock judging uh, position and opportunity gets to be fairly competitive because you will be able to go to national contests where there may be 12, 15, up to 20 different teams from the whole Midwest from different universities and colleges. And there are divisions, there's senior divisions for like University of Missouri at that level and then there's junior college judging events for the junior college judging and they will all compete at the same location but at a, at a different level. 
Well, is there anything else that either of you would like to wrap up with here? Morris, I'll start with you. Well, I'd just like to point out that the contributions that Everett made have been phenomenal. Highest price selling bore for 15-year record. I mean, he tells me it was just surpassed in the last year, but the highest ever selling bore. And if you put inflation into that, I'm sure he's still got the highest selling bore. That's a record in itself. National president of the pork producers and just one contribution after another. But I big, believe the big thing that he's done is has contributed to young people with his efforts and his service and his dedication and you don't that's not one thing that's a lifetime of service and that that is the thing that really stands out to me and uh, then secondly is just the way he's managed to stay in the business at a time when corporate agriculture has really to some extent taken over the pork industry he's still competing Everett your parting words my parting words would be uh, the reward that I have been given is youth development in agriculture in the U.S. of A. I have had the opportunity, we have, my wife and I, Ruby, because she's a big part of our operation, we have hosted literally thousands of young people, not only at the junior college but the senior college level over the last 40 years, and I really have enjoyed that and really feel that it's been given an opportunity to develop youth in agriculture that I got to experience when I went to the University of Missouri. And so that's the reward that I have probably been given. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you very much. Absolutely. That is Everett Fortner. He's the receiver of a recipient rather of the saddle and sirloin award and as i said we will have um, the link and everything coming up later in a news article so be looking for knem knmo.com of course also speaking with uh former senator of district number 28 uh morris westfall here on your update program on knem knmo <laughs>